Drink yourself, fool. It's on my grown the podcast. <laughs> yeah, give me that <laughs> You know what it is. It's a podcast. You see, like the deleted scene where he like really it was like a whole scene. She put the gun out on him too. What movie? From Don't Be a Menace. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a lady. Okay, sorry. Hey y'all. What's going on, people? I'm Melanie. I'm Rodney. And you're listening to On My Grown Podcast, if you haven't noticed yet. Yeah, sorry um, if we startled you. We just, we, we just, we, know, we got some high energy. We had like, dang, a good Activities talk. today. Yeah. All right. I'm a, and we switched it up on you all like. If you're watching. The I'm, video. Yeah. I'm on a different side. Of, so you, who's who? Can you tell? All right. And then Rodney done broke something. So give it a second. Right. Yeah. I'm messing up. But, uh, but see, this is why you need to be over here. Because you messing my whole side up. But. Um, I don't know what you got going on. It's crazy. Anyway, cool. We're back. Oops, video messed up. Uh, <laughs> well, so first we're going to recap. Uh, last week's episode was entitled "Men Are Trash," and apparently we influenced all of the Twitter sphere. <laughs> Clearly, because um, there was a whole like you deal about it. Melanie, you want to explain? Yeah. So this young lady tweeted her um, black woman her like big cartel link for some men are trash shirts i mean i saw it when it first happened and i was like i need that and it's only 15 dollars. i honestly would have bought it but like i didn't at the time and then by the time i looked again that thing was viral everybody was like so man this is a toxic statement and this that third i mean it's just hilarious the timing because we just had a whole episode of men being trash well just the whole we had the discussion we discussion. I, like fellas we i held us down like they were going yeah you didn't really help the case. But anyway. But I just think it's funny. What? Like, me saying men are trash is, like, it's true, but it's really a joke. Like, of course, all men aren't trash, but a lot of ones I know are. And, you know, people are like, well, it's just niggas you messing with. But it's like, you don't have to date a man to know they're trash. Like, a lot of my men are trash stories come from, like, people I'm not directly involved with. Like, they could be friends, like, telling me how they're trash or what they be doing to their girls. Or, like, my homegirls and their man issues. Like, it doesn't just happen firsthand. So that's not all my trash evidence. I've seen men be trash. Or people daddies be trash. Uncles and cousins be trash. Like I mean, it's like, but, you know, it's like the news. Like, everybody's going to tell you about when their man is trash. Is anyone going to tell you, like, girl, you know, I really had a nasty-ass attitude today. And my man just, he just really cheered me up. Like, does your girl, that y'all don't share those stories? No. And And I guess, you know, maybe that speaks to, like, why is the standard so low for men? Like. Mm-hmm. You know why men trash? To yeah. I don't know. It's I, I'm I'm conflicted because one, you know, as a man, I'm, I see this statement. I'm like, all right, whatever, bye. That's why I'm not talking to you. But um, I have a gray hair on my leg. Yeah, you're getting old. But yeah, um, it, I think it's blonde. At the same time, I do understand Sorry. men do some things that you know are, are messed up. But Something. you know, like women, like huh? Just just stop picking trash men too. That's part of it. That's part of the equation nobody wants to talk about. See, you clearly weren't listening to my before statement because that debunked everything you just said. Stop picking trash men. Everybody that... Yo, friend, you need to stop hanging with females that be messing with these trash men. That's also not the young... Like, did you, I say you don't, females? You did say females also. <laughs> these <see>? females. Problematic, <laughs> Rodney. But no, Hold it's just on, not all just from dating or dating perspective. It's just like, you see men be trash. Like, what, so, I guess what qualifies as trash? Like, just being trash. I don't know. Like, it's, it's such a broad spectrum. You could, like, kick a kitten and be trash. Right. Like, <laughs> you could leave your family and be trash. You Step could. on a book. Be trash. Like, look at you. Trash. Left the toilet seat up. You trash. <laughs> Honestly. 
you know. So like, it's trash regardless. Y'all trash in some way. Gentlemen, I we're gonna have just protect your energy. Just get off. Stop following all those people on Twitter. Like, as soon as I see somebody tweet men are trash, unfollow. As soon well, as I see unfollow retweet, unfollow mean block me now. As soon as I see a retweet, block mute. Delete, delete, delete. <laughs> do what you gotta do. I mean, y'all still trash, so. I'm not trash. It's whatever. I'm fine. Um, but in response to the men are trash tweets, a a troll <laughs> who was clearly not a black man, he had like some old photo of a black man. Who's been dead for 20 years. Right. That had like a Trump Plaza hat on, you know. So I don't know if y'all know knew this, but it, it was a thing a while ago. But um, are they, I'm trying to think, are the right... The alt-right people, alt-right, which alt-right, white supremacy, same thing. Um, there was actually an article published on one of their websites talk, encouraging them to become black Twitter trolls. Basically to get pictures of black people uh, and to be trolls because black people had used Twitter to organize in some instances. So what they wanted to do was cause mistrust amongst our community mm-hmm. um, via, via becoming these Twitter trolls. And apparently, my man was following text. Te- <laughs> took the textbook. He's doing great, right? Because he had a bunch of followers. Yeah, more than most trolls do. He had been laying low for a while, but then he just he somebody called him out. He uh, basically responded to the men are trash shirt with a black women are trash shirt, and so everybody was up in arms. Like, see, that's what we talking about. Like, how did black women get that's attacked? Trash. You know, how did black women get attacked? And it was all because the white man came in and made. And you then know, the real white man who's over the account replied to it, like, yeah, I'm going to get one of those shirts. Excuse me. Like, <laughs> I wish you would. Ordered six already. <laughs> it was just a mess. It was just a mess. But it was funny. So, but I want y'all to understand, we gotta, we, I think we got to be a little more careful what we say on Twitter because these people that's getting you riled up might not even be your people. Right. People who originated men are trash, probably some old white woman, housewife. Yeah. Who created this whole narrative? Loving on her man, she making the same amount as her she man. She just can't say niggas ain't ass. So right. she's like, what else can I say? You, Men are trash. Did you see Yes Jules? I don't even know what she does. I I, I know she has a sex tape, but she's like some type of television thought or something. I don't know. Oh, she's not even like. I thought she. I did, don't know what I she, she did. Music because they I were like she no got idea. dropped from some. Um, I don't know festivals. I don't know. I thought she did. Like she like hosts or something or talks whatever. Long story short, um, she tweeted a picture with like. A shirt that said "niggas lie" or like "niggas lie too," all niggas lie, something like that. All nigga lies matter. <laughs> it had nigga in it. Yeah, and she's white, and uh, <laughs> she's like, "Can I wear this shirt to the festival?" And Black Twitter was like, "Um, no. Not only can you not wear this shirt, you're not going. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> you're fired." That little deposit you had, I hope it's going. It's enough to make it through the uh, next month rent because you're not getting the rest. And then Cape Twitter. Black man cape Twitter was yep. like, oh, y'all gonna get rid of y'all, like, because she has a big butt. And I'm like, she bought it, first of all. It was just a lot. And I'm just like, everybody's canceled. I've just been so over it. Um, no more BAP essays for me. I just have nothing left, so I'm just... Rough weekend. Uh, you know, yes, you know, hey. The we original here. beta alpha. Oh, shut up. Um, Sorry. I'm fine, a PSA. I just think, everybody's gonna talk their trash. Anybody's phone got taken and exposed. Somebody's gonna be mad. So, I mean, that's that. But who has the time to sit and just try to expose people? Like, let God deal with folks. That's my thing. Let them get struck by lightning if they that bad. I don't know. But, yeah. Life goes on. I'm, cool. I'm 40, so. We'll move forward. Moving forward. Um, can you read the new reviews? We got two more reviews. Oh, yes. Week. Thank you, guys. Uh, one of them being Ronnie. So, so loyal. Yeah, Ronnie was a guest on uh, I2M Hurt Bay. Um, Ronnie's just re- really been like, 
a down fan. I don't even want to say fan, a down supporter. So we I appreciate don't. that. Is there any links of Ronnie's we we could retweet? I don't something? even know what I need to support. Like he's gonna be doing something soon. Yeah, Ronnie, I'm gonna have t shirts and short sets. Ronnie, if you, whatever we you about to do, like it needs support. Let us know because like we will wholeheartedly like support you. Um. Okay. So the first com- I mean the first comment was great conversations by Nisi one two three. She says stumbled upon this podcast and I love it. It has a great balance between fun and crazy convos to. To helpful things to know your young people, to know for young people, I'm sorry, such as black business and filing your taxes. So thank you, Nisi123. Then we have Ronnie's comment. It says, great show by Ronnie Mai. I've been listening since episode seven, and I've enjoyed every episode. Mel and Rodney are as insightful as they are hilarious, resulting in a good synergy for the listener. I would recommend this to podcast to anyone that would like to be entertained as well as be informed. After a few listens of this show, you will feel like you know the host personally. So thank you. Ronnie, that was great. So, guys, uh, continue your support. Those five ca- those five star reviews really do mean a lot to us, um, uh, and they really do help us get exposure on iTunes. So, uh, we're on episode this is episode forty one. So, like you know, like, like let's keep them rolling in. Shout out to Erica. Um, also, I wanted to let people know uh, we're open to hosting events. Um, we are. Yeah, like you know, so if you're doing, I don't even know what, like. AGP, like, there's some events outside of the Step Show and um, the Stroll Off that, I, you know, I feel like, I mean, one, we're willing to host, and I feel like we'd be, like, Look dope you to IGN host. on the podcast. Hey, man, that's what you, you can't, <laughs> you can't get nowhere in life. Oh, yeah, so if anybody work on their staff, let them know. But if you have any other Greek events, you have any other HBCU events, um, you know, if y'all are doing something for the youth in concern and would connect with HBCUs, like let us know because like Melanie and I are huge advocates for HBCUs as well as Greek life. Um, so yeah, like hit us up via on my grown and, or individually Twitters or whatever, hit us up, you know, and we'll be, we'll be, uh, we're up to do it. Um, anything else? Mm, what's happening this week? Um, just everybody just pray. I went to church today. It was good. I caught the spirit. Like, I felt it. It was, like, electric. Like, I felt, like, literally, like, I was, like, shocked. I, like, quickened. And I hate that, like, okay, not Carlton Banks' videos have made me take ch- church as a joke because I'd be laughing, like, thinking of his videos. But, like, I legit, like, felt it. It was it was amazing. About prayer today. We talked about the Lord's Prayer. Okay. So, y'all make sure y'all, you know, go to the church house. It was, uh, was, um, Dewey, E. Dewey, he preached today? Mm-hmm. Okay, I know, I know Reggie sometimes. He'll come up. It was his son. We know your line, brother. Preach, okay, Lord. Yes, Lord. <laughs> no, I'm playing. No, he he preached today. Okay, I, I almost didn't see. I was like, did I get bamboozled into coming to church today? But when he was past, there. when your pastor. The so one day I do come. No, I'm playing. I, I just, it hey, hey, all pastors, if y'all could send out like an email or a notifi- notification you know, via your church app, tweet. hey, pastor, so and so, senior pastor won't be here today. It'll be three people in church. They can't do that because they know nobody's yeah, gonna come. You yeah. gotta trick them. <laughs> you gotta trick folks. <laughs> Or have like Tyler Perry come preach or something. The black folk in because if my if he ain't preaching, I ain't coming. <laughs> Why are we like that? Because you know his word. Because like some people don't preach the same. They don't have the same type of anointing. Some people may be better at singing. Some people have the words. Some people have the hooping. But you know everybody likes different words. Like I mean, I'm trying to think. Of, I like the relatable word. I need somebody young. Like when it comes to gospel music, I like I like Dietrich Cat because he's real worldly. <laughs> he ain't done. God ain't through with him yet, cause God ain't through with me, and I can I can get ministered to through his dash world and his music, and that's why I like Dietrich. I like Ty. Tasha real say, but it's something about Tasha. I don't know. Cause when she get open that mouth, 
I love God. I'm gonna put a praise on it. I just gotta crash my car when I, when Tasha come on for real. I can't listen to her when I'm driving. What's my song? one song I love? Jesus is, did it. Uh, it ain't over. Oh, yeah, yes, it's over until God says yeah. it's over. So, senior pastors, please stop. Uh, with <laughs> nah. <laughs> Let us know if you're not showing up. <laughs> Uh, follow your, but here's the key: you got to follow your pastor on social, social media, media and see where they at. All right, because I'm <laughs> in here in um Belvedere, Georgia, this right. weekend. Uh, uh-uh, wait, Belvedere? <laughs> I ain't coming no. Mm-mm. I am. I, you can catch me preaching there. All right, but anyway, today's episode is about the Netflix series "Dear White People." Dear White People. Um, uh, Melanie had finished it people. a while ago. I don't know. I thought you like. I wasn't doing nothing. So I, I don't know how long ago it came out. I meant to look it up. It came out the twenty eighth. So I finished it around Tuesday. Okay, so we're not too far behind. I feel like it was Tuesday. Um, I just finished it this past week. Want to just say kudos to the staff. To Barry Jenkins directed it. I want to say oh that's Moonlight. Moonlight, yeah. Um, to the staff, to I mean to the cast, to the people, the writers, directors. You served the coffee on set. Kudos, to yeah, because they did a great job. Yeah. Um. Well, I'll give you a little background. It's based on the movie Dear White People that came out in 2014. Real quick, spoiler alert: whole episode. If you ain't seen it, don't listen. What? Oh yeah, the whole spoilers all up through this thing. Um. So yeah. So if you seen the movie, it was great. It's starring Tessa Thompson. Um. Some of the original cast is in the show. So Troy is played by the same person. Sorry, I kind of spit when I said that. Yeah, Reggie. Reggie's played by the same person. I want to say the little the light skinned dude who was on the BSU. It was in the movie, too. Okay. Um, yeah. But the the movie is about basically an Ivy League campus and, like, the black students and their black um, house, the black house, like, the black dorm on campus. Everybody stays on campus. And Tessa, the mulatto girl, has a, um, not Tessa. Sam. Sam. My allergies are messing up. Hold on. I rebuke you in a minute. <laughs> I'll cover it. Um, we haven't seen the movie, so you can't. Oh, you're talking about the movie. Yeah, so I'm giving a little background. Go ahead. And uh, Sam has a, a show called Dear White People Radio Show, and people always complain about it, and she's just basically talking about... Basically a podcast. Yeah, basically. Just talking about the black experience, taking callers and complaints, of course. And then you have the the white um, newspaper satire, whatever thing, who throws this blackface party. And then we have Coco, who has identity crisis and wants to fit in with the white folks, even though she's from the South South Chicago. We have Troy, who's big and fine, and the dean's son. And it's kind of like Uncle Tom, too. Then we have Lionel, who works in the newspaper, and he's gay and kind of weird. So, you really know where he fits in. So, then the events of the show follow the movie, but it's in 2017. But it's, like, following the blackface party and, like, people realizing that racism is a thing. Yeah, basically. on campus. Um, so, just first, like... You know, I have friends that have gone, that go, have, that, you know, graduated from, like, these Big Ten universities. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they were telling me, like, yeah, you know, like, the black dorm, but I didn't stay there, you know, because I was in the engineering dorm or whatever. Um, and just, and, I, you know, he he was like, yeah, we have a black homecoming. And I think some schools, they were talking a lot. One school, they had a Miss Black Texas State or Texas, or it was a school in Texas. They had him as black, whatever. Oh, this and she, week? Yeah, and she was a light skin, the lightest one. Yeah, one. she was. Um, she was mixed actually, and it's funny because I, I kind of have like more insight because I follow the the girl, like one of my internet friends from way back, like oh nine. She was Miss Black UT last year, so she okay. crowned the new girl. So I saw her tweeted, and I saw her like clapping back at people. I didn't really pay too much mind, but I kept on seeing. I'm like, okay, this is the thing. So it's actually the Kappa pageant. 
So instead of it being Miss Kappa Alpha Psi, it's Miss Black UT as the main crown. I don't know how they do it. I don't know why, but yeah. that's how the how pageant. can they just so it's basically, decide? <laughs> it's basically the Kappa pageant. Yeah. So that's what Miss Black UT is, but she is indeed black. But well, I was bringing that up to say because I had I've known people that went to like EIU and they had a Miss Black EIU, like the Black Student Union would yeah. put it on, and you know Miss Black Collegian of miss black legion of black collegiates like basically these different black stuff yeah like these schools they will have everything else but because the blacks are so underrepresented and like you know can't get a fair shot at these other positions Mm -hmm. they make a black you know sga bsu miss black whatever and you know it's like that was an experience because we went to hbcus we just i just never thought of like like i couldn't even fathom like you know, if a black woman couldn't be my, you know, my Miss College, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. who? Yeah, I just watched it like, wow, this is what y'all go through. Like, I would go across the tracks to try to get chosen, like, or just be fast, whatever, or just try to see what, how the other side lived. And I'd be so interested, like, oh, this is a black student union. They would have a union Wednesday in the student union. And then, like, the white organization would still be there, like, trying to struggle and stuff. Or not even, okay, the multicultural one. <laughs> it was, like, a little bit of rhythm. And I'd just be like, this whole new like wow this is it's so interesting like you know um, i knew people who were like the president to be a shoe and all that kind of stuff i'm like wow this is like a thing and then they had like a whole system it's like a scholarship program something like called care something fsu had so i was just like you know more people from fsu that i followed i was like this is how the other side lives this is interesting i just as i watched the show just like i can't imagine going to pwi now of course we're not gonna like just we're not gonna sit here and ignorantly say like every PWIs like that, like, they were dealing with some really, every episode was dealing with some really heavy racial issues. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, we we understand that. But these are things that people do face, and there are a lot more microaggressions that people do face on Mm -hmm. their campus every day. And if you looked at everything they were battling, you were, and of course, you know, like, it's a movie, it's a show, but you're like, how would you even have the time or energy to be astute? Right. You had to deal with being black. Like, you just walk around on campus at HBCU just like everybody else. Right. But, like, feeling like, and I guess that's how an HBCU cripples us. Not cripples, but, like. It's not crippling. It's not crippling, but it's just, like, we got to Mr. Krabs meme sometimes when you got to be in these all-white spaces and you're not used to it. At least in the beginning. Well, when what you I first start say, your internship or job. What I will say like, about HBCU is, at least at Morehouse specifically, I can't speak to your experience the beauty of it is they build you up, they prepare you and, and give you the confidence right. that when you go into this space, you already know you, know you gotta be in. better. So we're gonna teach you a lot of stuff that they don't they won't even expect you to mm-hmm. you know, that's and when we, we get go those in, you're so well then, spoken compliments. Right, and you're so extra because <laughs> you know you have to be then like, oh well you're right. so well, yeah. Wow, he wears a suit. Why are you so extra? But then it's like we compete with black people from PWIs and they're like, Why y'all doing so much? Like, oh, I kind of have to. But, yeah, you just have to get used to that and give a little background before we get more into the show. I remember I was – I never had a name for my wokeness or knew it was, like, a purpose to it. But I remember being, like, calling out cultural appropriation in elementary school but not knowing it was called cultural. Right. I was like, y'all just tried to be you black. Just, you called it bring it on. Well, <laughs> like, even – I didn't even understand the full concept of that. I just knew y'all trying to have cornrows and braids to be black, but y'all not black. Or y'all trying to watch BET. I used to get mad when they watch BET. What? When they come back from spring break with their French braids. and When they used to come back from Jamaica on vacation yeah. and have, like, beads. And they're like, y'all ain't black. Right. This one girl, like, came back from Bahamas and had Mancala. And it was, like, a Mancala, like, outbreak at the school. I'm like, 
Y'all ain't black. And then being the only black girl in my class, it would just be me and Georgette. And I'd just be, like, pissed. I'd have enough. Like, my teacher really sat me down. Georgette didn't have no nickname when her parents gave her that old name. So, yeah. Yeah, talk about Georgette. No, I think I had it was George. I don't know. But I feel like her, she should have been, like, at that age, her nickname should have been We called Gigi. her Georgie. Okay, Georgie. That was her nickname. But Gigi. I'm just saying that was her name. Yeah, Georgette. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, me and Georgette were the only people in our class that looked like us. But, like, had a real black experience. Like, we're black, black. <laughs> and I remember, like... Duh. It was a Spanish lady who had a bunch of mixed kids. And she braided everybody on the step teams that I did make, which I was mad about. And I was wow. Mad. I did make step team. That's wow. why that's what it meant so much to me to step and win. Because mm. I stopped my even step and then do me right. Mm. <laughs> Fight the power. How they going? Your people made stepping. All it was right, like a kid. bunch of white girls. A couple black ones. But I was, ooh, that's wild. I was mad. Anyway. Probably didn't have no rhythm when you They all got their hair braided by Miss Whatever. I was like, y'all just trying to be black. <laughs> and then my white teacher stepped me. Melanie, that's the same one I wrote on the notes about and said I hated her when she was dead and stuff. But give a, I'm going to get some titties. <laughs> but anyway, not that one. That's eighth grade. Then she was like, that's racist that you said that. I'm just like, I didn't know. If if I can go back and talk to my fourth grade stuff now, I'll be like, That's, actually, black people cannot be racist, Miss Rosales. That's a systematic, institutionalized racism, and I can't, you know, stop these young ladies from getting a job or being right. great. But and then I was like, I don't know what to call it, but this ain't it. Whatever y'all got going on, I don't like it. So stop it right now. And I remember being in middle school, like, that's when, like, the reggaeton thing was just all the Spanish boys get them little haircuts and then it was black. Uh, like all the posers and like oh, um, saying nigga and stuff. I would be like, I, I don't like it. Pitbull, Not with it. Yeah. yeah the, Paul. Uh, Daddy Yankee. Yeah. I would, I would be the main one to shut that down. So now that I have the proper vocabulary, like I could really take them on. Like after middle school, of course I moved to Georgia. So I was like, I felt like the only white girl in my class. So. <laughs> Y'all some Negroes. Ooh, y'all colored. Wow. So y'all, y'all black, black? Like, everybody over here black? So the whole class black. Cool. Um, so that was a culture shock. But now I'm like Malcolm X. <laughs> when it comes, like, I got the words. Twitter done taught me all my words I can use. I'm actually, ma'am, these macro like. So, right. and then being in the workplace, I had to deal with a little, you know, some microaggressions. Of course, my hair or, like, when the World Cup was on. Niggas had jokes. Like, wonder what team that is. <laughs> like, is that France? Of course not. Because everybody was black on the team, like black, black. It was like Kenny or something. And I was just like, looking like Snoop Dogg and Baby Boy when you pulled up. <laughs> Is that joke? So, <laughs> when I got my boo pregnant, still le- leaving with mom like a little boy. Um, but yeah, I remember just calling it out back in the day, but not knowing what to call it. But I was like, I don't know what y'all doing, yeah. but I know y'all ain't black and I ain't having it. Yeah. So, take the braids out, Lily. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna press us forward to get into the dear white people. So we're gonna start with our main character Sam. Good what else has Sam acted in? That's Elena from um, Hit the Floor. She was in Bratz. Dang, you know, they do make they can make her look young and she looks great. Yeah, yeah. she's God, Sasha she's from Bratz. Yeah. Um, I love Sam, kinda. So I like Tessa better. Like I said, cause I feel like I feel like Logan. That's her name. Her she's almost too pretty. So I can't take her seriously because she's so pretty. Right. If that makes sense. Like, I feel like Tess was pretty enough, but I could believe it. You know? Mm, I don't know. She's so pretty. Like, she's, so she's pretty. gorgeous. God. But it's like, is a, is a half of that pretty really going to be out here fighting for the power like that? I don't know. 
But maybe that's just me because I just know. Yeah. I, maybe because I'm just so tainted by hit the floor. So I'm like, how you going to go from hit the floor to, to Sam? Deal with. But I just show but, the versatility. So Sam is a light-skinned freedom fighter. Mulatto. Mulatto. Because in the movie, it, it talks about, because she didn't tap into her family in this one at all. But in the movie, you know, it shows her her dad being um, white and then her dad was sick in the movie as well. So that was another part of, like, her transparency. So I guess, if you have that background, you can kind of mm-hmm. understand her more, too. But go ahead. Okay. Um, Tragic Mulatto, who um, she was just looking to fit in. And the BSU, her freshman year, had, like, bullied her out of her seat at the lunch in the lunchroom. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget the details of how she came to join, but um, she just, she yeah, she just started to really ride for her people. And, you know, she she was one of, you know, she was actually basically, like, the main one pushing the movement and, and the face. right she had her the show dear white Hulk. people i think that the whole thing of dear white people was like you're telling white you know it's like you're writing a, like all i guess dear john or <laughs> like a you're writing a letter to white people letting them know like what's unacceptable and like what makes okay. you upset i mean it started from her and coco being yeah. friends freshman year like dear white people don't touch my hair yeah dear white people so it was, it came off as a cute so her and coco we can guess i guess segue into coco then well is there anything else you want to say on sam she's Sam, if you're out there, just uh, holler at me. Uh, she probably about engaged. Stop it. Uh, do we even want to talk about her white back? Oh, yeah. And it's so funny because she was shamed that she had a white boyfriend who posted her on Instagram. Because she, you know, basically how, you know. She was super black. Blackity black, black, yeah. black. But she have a white man. But it's like, she's mixed. So it's not as bad. But it's like, how you going to say F the white man, but then go F the white man? Right. <laughs> her her friend said, "I don't know if I could let a white man colonize my body." <laughs> <laughs> and it's like everybody's so hilariously woke. But um, I mean, that was some real stuff. Like I don't know. But no, I, I always joke about you know being with a white man just to piss my dad off, or just like you know just cause. Like I'm get a white man just cause. But you think about it, it's like I can't do all that. Like, I don't feel comfortable right. doing that. I'm so blackity black that it would just it's gonna you know. Because somebody at the dinner table is going to go have a vote of a Trump. And I'm not going to be okay with that. So, if somebody asked me, like, you know, Ronnie, would you ever date a white woman? And in high school, I went to a few school dances with them. Um, and overall, I just. You grinded on that pancake plug. You know it. They were some fat booty work. <laughs> but um, overall, it just the cultural differences would really just like, That's it'd just, be like, yeah. it's, this is too much. Too like, much to explain. I can't even so make jokes. Chitterlings are actually, okay, so they're the pig and Texas. Babe, did you listen to my podcast? Yeah, I didn't understand what you all were talking about. All right, bye. <laughs> right. It's going to be too much having like an instruction manual. It's like, okay, so soul food. Right. So what happens? Okay, so the reason we eat the hog moth is because, like, too much. I'm bringing the so uh, when somebody casserole this in week. The street, well, he was asking for it. That's a whole nother. Okay, so yeah. yeah. So Coco, Sam, white boy. Sam, white boyfriend, white daddy. <laughs> he woke, but Thanks like, for the cost. But like, he's woke and like, but he, you know, like I thought it was dope how they explored Sam and just like some of his feelings with you know whatever thing you know because like we as a black people like when we amongst ourselves or people we're comfortable with we'll really talk some trash about white people it's mm-hmm. crazy you sometimes know. and um you know just seeing how sam dealt with that i don't not sam what was his name who the white boyfriend yeah I don't know. dang greg i don't know now i gotta look it up man but um yeah we'll move on you want to go to coco yeah i mean it's time to do that 30 minutes ago. But Coco Calandria. 
um, from the south side of Chicago, you know, from she was the like hood. a Gates Millennium Scholar. Like that's yeah, that's what they said. She she had a scholarship for like a a private school to get her to even get to the Ivy League school, and you know she's just trying to get in when she can fit in, trying to find the right man. Very dark skin. I don't. Dang, why you sitting like that? Because it's so important for her character. Well, she's dark skin. She ain't like my shoe. Like, dang. Like, she ain't blue black. <laughs> yeah, but she's dark. She's dark skin. Very pretty. You know, has her wig <laughs> that stayed on for most of the. <laughs> kind of fell off, but um, yeah, she's kind of like the auntie Tom, but <laughs> in a way. But when you get her story, you kind of understand yeah. why she is where she is. She's trying to get out of the hood. She's from that. She's seen people shot in the street. She's seen people die. So it's like all of that. I get what y'all saying, but I'm trying to get to the next level so my kids don't have to live the way yeah. that. Like I, that's why I said I sympathize with this Coco more than the movie Coco. Um, I like her way more. And I understood, like, granted, she was kind of, like, not helping, but at the same time, it's like, you you got her. I liked her. Um, the wig scene was funny. Her wig gets pulled off in one scene during Coitus, and it was hilarious. Um, yeah, no, it was dope, man. <laughs> My man. The way it happened, and then he, like, kind of made it feel better, put his do-rag on. Right. It was just sweet. So she's dating Troy. Is she? Uh, she <laughs> she was uh, sleeping with Troy. Okay. Um, and Troy is the son of the dean of students he has been groomed to be sga president and he becomes sga president uh over the course of the show very muscular he's very much uh, a me very muscular um very well put together uh very attractive um like i said very much a me um don't try to and, uh, be extra when I'm trying to look up something. Shut and, up. Uh, <laughs> Shut up. And like she, like Melanie pointed out, like he's like an Uncle Tom. That's not like me, but he was like an Uncle Tom. None of those. He's nothing like you, other than being black in America and attractive and Stop. muscular. Please, okay. And wearing a do rag. <laughs> That's literally every black man who no. don't want a do rag. Uh, I want to say the wow. homegirl was in the movie too. Cause ain't that homegirl? Nah. Uh, Joelle? I think that's her. I don't believe it. He in the show, he in the show. I think that's her. But, um, I'm so, I hate how she gets me off track. Like, I feel like this is very unprofessional. So it's me. Okay, cool. But, um, yeah, so Troy, um, he, he really has his pick of any woman, any woman on campus. Black or white. He was dating Sam at one point, but his father didn't approve. He, he longs for the approval of his father. And one way he escapes it is he smokes weed that nobody knows, but his father makes him take drug tests, which is wild. Which is super wild, but white people, so. Who ha- his father's like him. But who has money like that? That's crazy. Um, the Allstate man played his dad in the movie. Allstate man? That's Allstate stands. Nah, that's not the Allstate man. In the movie. Oh, in the movie. Yes. The daddy from Half and Half plays him in that. Yeah. Yeah, we talking about the show. I know, I know. I'm looking at the picture of the Allstate man, so that's why I said that. All right, anyway. Um, so, he yeah, Troy, Troy longs for the approval of his father. So, like, a lot of stuff he does is solely for the approval of his father, which I think is very real of some black men, especially, like, um, you know, you think the more pri- privileged one is like, well, at least you have a daddy that's there. But it's like, you know, a lot of – some of our dads didn't have dads. So, mm-hmm. where they're so trying so hard to um, – pr- protect us and breed excellence in us that it makes us feel as if we won't be accepted if we're less than perfect. And that's not healthy for a father son relationship Mm -hmm. because every son does long for the approval of his father. 
at least in my opinion. Um, so Troy is funny. Um, Joel was in the movie, actually. Cool. He's sleeping with Coco. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also sleeping with a professor played by Neil Long finds out. Of all people. Right. And uh, a white student finds out and, and, and uses that to blackmail him. Um, but it's not bad blackmail, in my opinion. You know, that's, um, and it's like, okay, he answered the teacher. Like, that's on her. You can flip that. That's right. her job. <laughs> She's not going to get kicked out of school. She can lose her job. Right. Um, you want to do Lionel? Lionel or um, Lionel, fun fact. Hit him with the fun fact. Lionel is played by our friend, Square. Our friend of the show. Uh, from uh, good guy Square, Square from, Bernie, from Sands. Bernie Sands. So shout out to him staying employed and and being a Mr. Netflix original. Right, like he he may as well be he gonna be Orange and New Black next. We, <laughs> has anybody watched the leak Orange and New Black? I mean, I don't plan on watching either way because they killed my girl. So y'all can keep the whole season. It got trash after season two. It, it was too much. Yeah, like season one was everything. Season two was decent. Season two was good. Season three was weak. Is this season five? This would be season five. What was on yeah. season three? I don't even remember season, season three. Season three is where they introduced, like, the little lesbian, like, the little butch joint. Oh, like, the, the fine lesbian that everybody yeah. was going crazy over. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was like, that. everybody, like, oh, my gosh, she's so bad. Like, yeah, the, the first season and the season with V were everything. Then yeah. it was like, when you got the fine lesbian. Because it's like, yeah, she's cute. But it's like, what is she adding? Right. And yeah. then. They were sending panties. Did she die? Did she get caught? I, I stopped watching after that I season. I forgot. I was and like, then yeah, last season, is- you killed Poussey, you killed my viewership. Y'all got it. Now she on some like handmade show on Hulu, which they can keep as well. So, yeah. Um. So yeah, that's Lionel, and he plays Troy's roommate. And he is. Whew. Can you? Um. I'm so sorry. Troy, you tired? Lionel. You you just yawned or something? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm tired. Too. Um, Lionel. Uh, basically, weird. You know, whitewashed dude. Don't even really know where he fits in. <laughs> Works on the school Works. paper. Nigga, can I get to it? Like, I'm literally like, comma, it wor- and then here you come. You're not going to yell at me in my house. <laughs> I'm, I'm yelling. I'm yelling. Okay. We'll see if you Um. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, he wears a school paper. He's like writing. He wrote on the party. He was the one who like rallied everyone up. So he's kind of like coming into his own and like out of his shell. And he's roommates with um Troy. He's fine still. And he's like gay. So he's trying to like. Stop trying to masturbate when he's listening to Troy have sex. It's kind of weird, super weird. But um, yeah, it's really. Weird. But he's coming into his like gayness as well. So that's you know, it's fun seeing him um come together. Those scenes were a little awkward for me. I'm just like, oh, okay. Like how do how do you like that actually happens? Can you imagine like? Oh, the jacking off. To the yeah, like that's sex. so weird. It feels like a violation, like. Bro, right. don't listen to. But, Granted, we're loud, but sir. Actually, and I was going to say that, like when they and I, the scenes where Troy was having sex and you could hear it, it's like how disrespectful of a roommate are you? Where you just scream? Like why is Shorty screaming all like this? Because like it's, it's, I'm sure there's some type of etiquette in place. Like I just never feel like, try, like even for the girl, like shouldn't she care? Because then you got to walk out. Like the dorm, yeah, it's in the dorm, so like. It's the black dorm, so you know it's messy. So, like, everybody know, like, you can't be going to Troy's room screaming and yelling and all this. People hear, like, I don't know. I like, would be. Why was he? Why did he like not that. give her a pillow? Like, it's just very rude. It, she just didn't care. He would catch a noise complaint if I was the RA. I'd be like, um, excuse me, there's a lot of fornication going on in the room next to me. 
I'm gonna pray for you. One, nip it in the two. Bud. I don't need to lot. hear it. it. And then for, it's like I'm disrespectful being loud, but you're also disrespectful because like I just they had like a Jack and Jill, but what if it's like, hey, you got some toilet pet, and he over there just that's it's just a lot. That was a lot for me, um, but I was proud of him when he found his way. I guess um, it just so that people understand some wild stuff, man. When he got invited to that threesome, I was like. Yeah, <laughs> like whoa! You even know me like that? People like that fetish stuff. She's like, well, I thought it was gonna be like a really quick thing, and it became a really big thing. And then I'm like, whoa! The host they had a CGI vagina on the screen, and I was just like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? did I miss that? Did I look away when that part came? When the white girl, that she was like, don't you want my? I remember that. I don't remember the vagina being on the screen. They CGI an image of a whole vagina, which uh-uh. I was like. Budget. If you don't CGI it, no, CGI costs money. No, no, like they had money for that. Yeah, CGI. Why are you gonna CGI a whole vagina? Like, if Shorty wasn't gonna show hers, we we don't need a vagina. We yeah. all know what a vagina looks yeah, like. Yeah, we, we all can, have yeah. one or seen one. Yeah, just show like below her her vagina, like where her underwear dropped. Like we can get the visual. Like sometimes so less and more. That part, less is more. I don't know if I was in the bathroom or what. So did she like drop her pants and then, like they animated her vagina or it was like a big vagina on the screen? Big animated vagina. Like don't you want this vagina? Now I gotta go find it. Let me go. Um, no, stop. We on recording <laughs> an episode. Then you go here. Do you want this vagina? Right. Just like what? I'm gonna feel weird if I go watch it on my TV. TV, I'd feel more comfortable looking at it now. Perfect. Um, um, I just want to be a part of the conversation. Lionel. And so he becomes... Why do you keep on like, saying it like that? Lionel? I don't know. He said Lionel. Lionel. Make him sound gayer than he already is. <laughs> I'm Lionel. Like beautiful. <laughs> we haven't done a... Um, a real review? Yeah, we haven't done one in a while. Yeah. So Lionel, um, he becomes very um, integral in like breaking some important information for black people later. Um, so it, it's dope to outside of like, you know, it's dope to see his character develop as a writer in the newspaper and a freedom fighter. So that was good. And Reggie, I don't know. I really like Reggie. I liked Reggie. I was rooting for Reggie, but it's like, she don't want you dog. Man. Let it go, man. So he, Reggie, did, he got them cheeks though. The cheeks were gotten, but it was like a vulnerable, like, yeah, shorty. Should, it was a pity cheeks. Offered. Short, shorty shouldn't, shouldn't afterwards be like we shouldn't have done that okay so okay let's talk about the scene why we like reggie okay explain the scene um while I find the well reggie just a little about him he was like very much a freedom fr- freedom fighter before sam got there and he felt alone like nobody was really backing him and so like when sam came that he like really took a liking to her because one she shared the same views and two um, like people were more accepting of her leading the the fight than they were of him. And Reggie was a computer science major, mm-hmm. and basically they're at this um, house party. Well, he's down because Sam is dating this white man. Not only is this sister messing with somebody else, but she is messing with a white man. So not only little, is it not me, his little heart is broken. Is this is this after the vagina or it, to go first? It's none. It's about to come. Okay. Um, and, um, can you turn down some more? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, and I, don't know, it, I missed this yeah. part. I don't know And, what um. That would have definitely been in my notes. Like, how dare y'all throw a whole vagina? <laughs> right. She don't left now. You oh, it, I guess it was before that. Then. I missed the but, um, uh, Reggie is heartbroken over Sam. So, like, her homegirl, what's the homegirl name? Joelle? Yeah. 
Joel, she suggests like, hey, like, let's just go out and have a fun day. So they go and have a fun day and they end up at this house party of uh this uh one of the white students. Right. Now the owner of the house that the party is at is um is in is a classmate of Reggie's. They have comp side classes together. Right, so they cool. They cool. They tight. They do trivia together. And Reggie is answering every question. So like Reggie's respected by the white students because he's a smart black guy. Right. Um, but you know he's got that freedom fighter about him. So you know after the trivia, they're drunk and the song by Trap, Trap Nigga by Future comes on. If you know that song, it's like it's, it says the word nigga a lot. It's niggas in the title. They, they they picked the perfect song because he says nigga like right. 47 times in 20 seconds. Right. And so, um, you know, funny story is um, you never realize how many times a song says an N-word until you're in the car with someone white. Uh, <laughs> just like, a few times my coworkers and I, we've been going to lunch and I've been like. I can't find a vagina, so maybe it's just not meant for me. I'd be like, ah, let me uh, turn to me, the uh, me, uh, old school, oldies, oldies yeah. <laughs> station. Right. Nigga, 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 right. nigga. Right, you're like, Lord Jesus, I don't want them singing along to this. Because they're slipping in. Right. But, I, you know, I want to work together peacefully. Right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, to fight you. But, so, yeah, Reggie asked him, hey, man, can you not say this word, that word? Dudes like, hey, bro, I let you in my house and drink my booze. Like, we're having a good time. Like, why you know are you tripping? white people when they say booze? Right. Like, why are you tripping, bro? Like, you know, like, it's just a word. Like, I'm just singing along to the song. Like, why can't he say it? Like, basically giving white explaining every reason why he should. Right. Uh, uh, it's like, it actually makes me uncomfortable. Right. It's, it's like, like, if you said, it's like, uh, then I, I like the analogy he made. He said, um, if I said cracker, would you be offended? He's like, no, I wouldn't be offended at all. It's like, exactly. That's the difference. I am offended. Right. I care. And, from that, Sam's white bay calls the police. Things are getting heated because everyone's right. getting involved. Now it's a thing for the yeah. whole party. Now it's blacks versus white. Police come in. They overreact. They pull a gun on Reggie. Campus police come in. They pull a gun on Reggie. They say, "Are you?" ask him, are you a student here? He's like, yeah. And everybody's like, yeah, bro. Like, he's a student here. Calm down. Like, you're doing too much. He's like, let me see your ID. He, Reggie's like, nah, son. Like, I'm a student here. Like, why? You ain't right. asked nobody else if they're a student. Just me, the big black man, and um, just like a gun is pulled out. Like yeah. everyone's scared, people crying. Like a whole gun for a house party and something that wasn't even violent. Right. So, and everyone saw firsthand how the racism was working. So then you you felt for Reggie. Reggie took. Reggie was hurt. Um, he kind of like became a recluse, and they were trying to figure out how to go take action. He was in his room, like sulking a little bit, and Sam felt bad because. He's going through it, and she's over here laid up with the white man. And then she goes over there to console him, but ends up consoling him vaginally, basically. No, which you, you skipped a very important part. After two days of just kind of being to himself and, you know, gathering himself, he they they link up, and they go to poetry, some open mic. You know, oh, yeah, stuff. they did have their Love Jones moment. And and he reads a poem about the incident. It was a very dope poem. Oh, yeah, that's how they connected. Yeah, yeah. and she just had never seen him this vulnerable. And, you know, they Maybe had I a... should give him the cheeks. And they had a conversation outside the door. Uh, and, you know, they step in. Sam's white bay calls right as they're about to kiss. Reggie's pissed because he's like, God, dog, there goes the cheeks. And then Sam hits silence on that joint. And they, uh, they cuts, and they, then we the cheeks are implied, and then we don't confirm the cheeks to like the last episode. Yeah. But them pity cheeks was was stone. They were felt bad. You, I I don't know. What you didn't feel bad? Did I feel bad for who? Were you saying what? You, what don't you know? Nah, it's just like because you know, like 
I want Sam. I like Sam and Reggie. Like that would be dope. I hope Reggie did his thing. Like what if what if like Reg, like Sam would have could have like, been that great. And clearly, clearly Sam put it, uh, her honestly her. all the black dudes. None of them are that great um, sexually. I don't think because if Reggie oh, was that great, yo. that tweet I made because Coco was doing her taxes, smoking weed, thinking of life, was, meaning while Troy was performing Cunning Lingus. But like, how? That good. But look at how Troy was doing it. Like it was so impractical. His like was off, what was it like? <laughs> Troy, what are you doing? Like he really did. He was really he only was munching carpet. That's what, that's what, like that's what they do. He was only there like to slightly appease her. He truly wasn't trying to get her off. It wasn't like, worse. Like it wasn't worth going. Like I, I stayed home. Like I could be doing. I could be watching defamation, which was the funniest part of the show to me. The scandal spoof was called defamation, and just be like all ridiculous. Like basically what scandal is i don't know the ionla spoof was even funnier to me because <laughs> she's like i read half of ionla's books but <laughs> they made information like a running thing of the show so yeah I, I liked that but um but yeah i just feel like troy come harder that's that's the problem right there you his hands is like on her legs and stuff like come on i was really upset with that like that whole like it just wasn't realistic right. I don't know. I show just... us pleasing our women <laughs> right the right, right way right because there's enough women out here that are putting up with trifling men for a reason. And she's over here. So, yeah, then I'm like, you, you have a, a whole sentence formulated right now? This is, no, trash. Boo. Boo. Because Troy didn't love her. But you know who did enjoy their rendezvous? Who? Troy and the professor. Oh, no, that? Troy, put, he she loved her. She wasn't talking. Wasn't no talking. He put it down. But, you know, I guess. That's why you got to have love. Reggie was going through a lot. I guess maybe he didn't give his best performance. Maybe it was like a, some. Hoo-hoo. But he should have made love to her. That's yeah, a... like making love, like you know, it's cool. I ain't gonna break up my dude. Like, Excuse me? Oh. I'm saying, like, <laughs> if you think of like that, he was probably real soft and gentle. It was like that was nice, but she probably if he would if he would have hit it with some whoa, as soon as he slid in, she probably was like, "This is not white, babe. This ain't it. It don't feel right." Because he probably tried to make love, but it wasn't no love. That's what it is. It was just pity. He tried to make love, and she ain't had no love for him, so it didn't work. But he was cool because he got his. You can't make love with one person. Mm. That's a song. And that's why, oh, my God. You can't make love with just I didn't say you need to make the song now. No one doesn't need Well, no, that's what it was. He probably tried to make love and be all gentle, but she was just like, I'm just here because you almost got shot. So I feel bad. And you made a nice little poem. Should have just hit it with the cunnilingus. He he probably could have, you know, sometimes that's all it needs. Just rocked her world. Just quick little, around. you know, spell her name out real quick. L-S-A. Don't give her that Troy. Don't give her that Troy. The poorest head ever. I'm like, why is she He's licking the chair. She had a soliloquy. And his head was all high. Like, is he licking her belly button? Like, what's going on? He's licking the chair, like. Ugh. Did anyway. they have a white person uh, direct that part of the scene? Yeah, just you know, go down on her. It's fine. No, hey, you, bro, you got a muncher carpet. Maybe <laughs> it just would have been awkward in between takes if he was really down there. Like, how do you fake eat somebody out and look at them in the face in the break room? It's kind of weird. I mean, I get it. Notice you ain't wearing no panties today, Coco. <laughs> sure did. I couldn't act like that. Can you imagine, like having like I remember watching the Taraji interview when she was talking about the sex scene with um, Tyrese, like. Imagine going to write, oh, gotta go fake, have sex with. And then, like, they're actually fine. Like, what if you accidentally get, like, she says she erect, used... an erection or, like, get wet or something? So it's, like, now it's awkward. <laughs> accidentally get wet. Like, 
because you're a human. Like, imagine shooting the Tasha the Teller scene, and like he back there fake pumping, but then it's like you feel something. It's like they have some joint that like chokes you. It chokes your joint though. What? Like they put it on you, and like if you get erect, it, it like. It, it's not. It fits tighter. Your hand movement looks painful, and I'm just like yeah. Moving well, back all right, I'm so scared. like, so like, you're chilling here, right? They put it on. It's real tight, and this is for movies. Yeah, okay. yeah, movies. And so like, but if you get engorged, it gets larger, but it's pain. Like, it won't. It's not supposed to let the blood flow in. So like, you're not. Like, you don't get up like that. Yikes! Oh. I may be wrong. That's so what I heard like on the interview. Your junk. That's what I heard naked. on an interview one time, but because naturally, like y'all both naked. I mean, Lawrence or somebody, whoever Tyrese, it's fine. Like, what if it's like a little the way Lawrence threw Tasha down? That's so but, weird. Um, oh, God. July twenty third, Insecure comes back. Everybody get your coins. Together. Dang, doesn't? And when does Power come back? June twenty fifth. Yeah. Okay. It's gonna be some long Sunday night. Good lord. All right. So, in terms of Dear White People, like, it just, it does, a, it, I think it tells a great story, gives us some great character depth, some great character development. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and even though we didn't go to PWIs, you know, just it, some of the other stuff they were dealing with outside of racism, it's just like, that's real. Like, you know, like, Reggie is caught up on Sam, and he can't love, like, he just, like, there's another girl that loves on him, but, like, he just won't give her the chance. Don't talk about Joelle? Unsung hero. She didn't get enough credit. She didn't get no she didn't, she didn't get, get no comment. And then the only, person, only man she wanted was Reggie. And yeah. he wanted Sam. Yeah. Like, see, everybody wanted Sam. Troy wanted Sam. Reggie wanted Sam. Michael Troy was good Sam. off Sam, though. But he still wanted her in the beginning. Yeah. I'm talking about, like, the freshman year flashbacks. I mean, we talking about Sam a bad little, little bitty boy. Yeah. It's Elena, so. I see Elena. When I look at her, it's like, hit the floor, eight counts, dance, Derek, anyway. Asha. Um, Sam is bad. No, she no, she's breathtaking. Uh, yeah, it, you know it sucks being out here a chocolate piece of you know wonderfulness in this world, and everybody wants the light skin heifer. It's tough. It's tough. I mean, but I'm chose though, so I'm, yeah, I'm fine. You're fine. I'm fine. You chose light skin. I did. I mean, don't I always. So, but yeah. So like, anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> I wanted to end the episode with our dear white people. Um, nothing long. Uh. Do you want to start, Melanie? Dear white people, why are y'all so pressed to say nigga? Y'all have everything else. Y'all have everything in the world. Y'all get whatever y'all want. Y'all are represented in everything. And y'all just mad because y'all can't say nigga without getting punched in y'all throat. And I don't understand. Like, that's all we ask. Y'all going to kill us anyway because y'all get away with it. Y'all took our land. Y'all raped our people for years. You took the Native American stuff. But y'all, that's not enough. Y'all got to have nigga too. It's not just a word. <laughs> More than a word. Uh, dear white people, um, why do y'all love gentrification so much? Like, y'all love, ta- like, taking an old crack house and just making it a new, just a country-style living. Or taking and- <laughs> weed, which our people they have are gentr- arrested They are gentrifying the mess out of weed, bro. And now nuns selling weed and, and kids selling weed and house moms selling weed and just all the kids and the clowns and all the whites and just making so much money off weed. But Lil Ray Ray has been in jail his entire life for half of a half of a half of a half of a gram that right. y'all found in his toenail. Like, I'm confused. When, 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 when are we going, if you're going to make it legal, release Ray Ray and, and poncho them out of jail. Yeah, so um, 
Do you have another? You know? Um, what body was it? No, dear white people. Um, we I could be here all day, dear white people. We'll do two more. Why? 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 That's it. Hmm. Dear white people, you speak well is not a compliment. <laughs> we are all supposed to be competent human beings. I am college educated. It should not come as a surprise that I can articulate myself. That you can formulate a sentence. Yes. Dear white people, yes, my hair has changed. <laughs> don't touch it. Don't look at it for too long. And don't you ask me a black behind thing about it. Leave my hair alone. Yes, it's coming out of my scalp. It is mine as far as you're concerned. I paid for it. It's in my head. It's mine. And saying that you have your real hair as an insult to us for not having our real hair in is not an insult. We don't care. Do I want my hair braided like this? No. I would put all the horse hair in my hair to make it how I want to do because I can do whatever I want with my hair because it's my hair. That is all. I have a dear... I actually have a dear black people. Okay. Switch it up on me. Dear black people, mm-hmm. y'all got to stop running to embrace any white person that embraces black culture in the slightest bit. We didn't even get on Miley. Because what happened, then you get a Miley Cyrus. She, everybody was like, yes, we here for Miley in the cut, in twerk, the club with my, Miley. In, with my J's on. And then she like took it really weird and started like wearing like weird shaped penises and at her concert. And penis blow ups and stuff. Right. And we was like, all right, Miley, you know, that's fine. You got it. Like we, we weren't messing with her. Miles. But now she came back and she talking about some, I don't live to hip hop because it's all sit on my cock, suck my cock. And I just can't listen to that. First off, no one black says cock. Yes. No one. You're not going to hear any brother or sister, ooh, I could really go for some cock right now. Cock is not in our vocabulary yeah, at all. That, so. is, that is not something that... Um, it's enough for me. Yeah, y'all. growing up black, you will not see the word cock. At, <laughs> oh, like, cock-a-doodle-doo, like, cockroach, right. like, yeah. cock as a, as a male genitals? Nah. So, yeah, that's all. Uh, did you want to give him some bonnet wisdom? Um, bonnet wisdom, just... Protect your peace. I'm sure I've said this a lot, but like I just had to realize you just got to let some stuff go to just for the sake of your sanity. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm sure you have a sermon here. Go ahead. Um. Yeah. Cue the organ, sister. Uh, my reflection. Um. Man, you know, just uh, love yourself, love your people, love where you come from. Um. You know, I think after watching Dear White People, it reminded me of you know just growing up in the suburbs and and you know, some of the lessons that that taught me, but, you know, I'm very happy with where I am, and, yeah, and, you know, just God bless, man, um, 41 episodes has been fun, we're about to record another one, so, I'm gonna let you guys go. It's lit! We got something to go, like, at some home. Bye. <laughs>